Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 8716, 8718 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show. Positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... Mon. Morning, Mon. How are you this morning? Yeah, I am not half bad at all. How are you, Lyle? I'm amazing. Have you got? Have you got? Have you got new? Th- new? Uh, um, what is it? Not thread, but um, <laughs> yarn. Yarn. I yarn. sure do have some new yarn. New yarn. This uh, yeah. But let me ask you, what what color do you think this is? Jeans. That's a very good answer. It's jeans. I was color. sitting there yesterday trying to figure it out because like it's it's white and blue, but the white is and the blue isn't blended together. It's very separate, and so I couldn't quite figure out. Like if someone asked me, I couldn't figure out if I'd say white or if I'd say blue. I just like say jeans. It looks like jeans. You look it like you're making like denim. Je- it does just, look like yeah. jeans, doesn't it? Oh, I'm so glad you've solved that mystery for me. No worries. Love it. Anytime. Yeah, Not have a, a great time with Always my yarn. Happy to help. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Mon, what have we got coming up in today's show? Of course, this is the delayed broadcast, so uh, we've already done this show. We've already talked about uh, yarn. We've had a yarn about a few things. Yeah, we've yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had a great show today. We talked about uh, a new hot track, music track that's just blowing it up in the UK music scene. Quite unexpected. Yes, fact, one that's reached 11 on the number 11 on the music charts and that we May. here at Faith FM recommend yeah. you listen to. Yeah, in fact, I played the whole thing through. On Faith FM. On Faith FM. When have you ever heard on Faith FM the number 11 music track in the UK right now? Yeah, I, I, I anticipate that this will make it to the top 10. So we'll play a top 10 current track from the UK's uh, um, yes, I, re- I recommend you, you download it and make yeah, it part so of your I'm music library. I'm going to be downloading it. I loved it. We play the whole thing through next, so stay tuned for that. We also talk about shoes, you know. Yep. Some things... Yep. People are really into. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, my eyes and, are glazing over yeah. again. <laughs> These shoes. are shoes that will change your life. These yeah. are great shoes. Shoes will change shoes lots of course. lots of people's lives lots in people's developing lives. countries. Yes, we also had a really great Bible um, Bible study today. We talked about freedom of religion. We talked about Ramadan. We talked mm. about um, well, and I doing Ramadan potentially. Yes, that'd be interesting. Yes, um, are we becoming heretics? Maybe. Who knows? Yep, have to wait and find out. We are also going to be giving away some good stuff this show. We have a quiz. We have a giveaway. We have a double price quiz today. So, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not bad. I think that one's still valid. We talk about sex. Yes, we talk about sex in the and Bible marriage study. and loneliness and God and how it all relates to each other and prostitutes even as well. So, yeah, yep. basically a really great show. So, stay tuned for that. Yeah. 
Guys, that was Anna Beden with Breathe here on Faith FM. Mon, give us a clue for the quiz. What do you got for us? a good song just to start off the weekend, you know, Rest and Breathe, which is exactly what we're heading into. Day of Rest coming up tomorrow. Well, coming up tonight, actually. You've got a busy week behind you. You've got a day of rest before you. Stop, rest, breathe. Praise the Lord for the Sabbath. Looking forward to it. Okay, let's do this quiz. Lyle, I've decided I'm going to do something we've never done before. I'm going to do Double Prize Friday. Okay. I'm not sure this will be an ongoing Double Prize Friday kind of a thing, but for this day in history, I am doing Double Prize Friday. Today is going to be a copy of... Yes, a copy of something. (laughs) My breakfast. (laughs) A copy of The The Ministry of Healing. A yes. really wonderful book, and if you were, you know, loving that song about your rest and stuff, this book covers rest as well and the importance of rest and how God gave us rest Eight as an institution. Mm-hmm. And along with that, I'm going to give you the same book in Spanish. Okay, so that's El Ministerio de Cura- Curación. Your Spanish is terrible. <laughs> Let me give it a crack. <laughs> El Ministerio de Curación. I think okay. that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, th- I think a Spanish person may have understood what you said. Yeah, yeah, I, ho- I hope so. Or a Spanish-speaking um, person, So we I are being say. very generous today. You can have both copies. 
Two copies, both prizes can be all yours today if you can answer the quiz. So the Ministry of Healing in English and the Ministry of Healing in Spanish. One person taking home two prizes today. All you got to do is tell me the answer to what book am I this morning? You ready, Lyle? I'm ready. Clue number one, there were more references to demons in this book than any other book of the Bible. A total of 23 references to demons. Look at Lyle's face right now. He looks scared. Are you scared, Lyle? <laughs> I have no idea. If you want to watch the clues over and over and if you want to have a glimpse at the... Uh, how? What do you mean you have no idea and then you guess it right? It's just not even fair. He's like, I have no idea and writes down the right answer. Anyway, if you want to check out the, uh, the, the, the clue over and over again, if you want to have a squiz at what the prize looks like, you can jump on our Instagram, Faith FM Live. We can watch uh, the, quiz prizes, uh, the quiz prizes and clues over and over again. All right. You look how smug you are yes. right now. You're like I so smug just, you can uh, barely even think me, straight. Me, <laughs> no, no, can't even is, talk. Like you don't even know what's happening next. You're just like, man, I am so good at this. I just totally <laughs> killed that. I'm just like... <laughs> just owning it this morning. I told you we, we were on fire this morning. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's that? What are you talking about? I can hear birds. Why is there birds in their office? What do you mean? I can hear birds. I can't hear birds. What are you talking about? I can hear birds. What I don't know whether about? any of our listeners can hear birds or not, but I can hear birds. Can anyone hear birds? Is our producer is not here. I can't hear birds. Do you know what I can hear? What? I can hear the song that is currently climbing the music charts in the UK. Really? Seriously. I like it. <laughs> Isn't who's, it great? Who's singing this? A liar bird? This is so cool. This is, by the way, my... Do you know what? I think we need a good... I think we need to come and do radio for the whole of the weekend because I have so much good news. Like... I need more time to share all the good news that's happening around the world. Well, don't tell us about how much good news you've got. Tell us good news. <laughs> so this is really, really cool. So if you actually had a look at the uh, popular musical single um, singles charts in the UK, at the moment it's not being dominated by pop stars and hip-hop artists. There is a new kind of singer rising to the top. This song, which you can actually hear playing in the background right now, is called Let Nature Sing. It's currently at number 11. Oh, that's and it's high. made up entirely of bird sounds. And this is so innovative, right? So the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds released this track last month as a means of both raising awareness for vulnerable, vulnerable bird species and also, of course, raising funds to help protect more birds. How cool is that? And people are loving it. It's and easy to just get rid of more cats. Well, amen. Amen. <laughs> I hope the funds they're raising are paying for cat traps and whatnot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this is a, they call this a soothing soundscape. I'm sure you've heard that word before. So this song that you're hearing, it con- consists of 20... I guarantee, I will guarantee this is good for your mental health. Oh, it, absolutely. It, I can feel my mental health improving by the second as I listen nice to it. It just feels nice and peaceful in here, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's really nice. Just play it all morning. 25 we'll different... just shut up and let the birds play. Yeah. <laughs> They can do the 25 different bird calls, hoots, and hollers. So you've got blackbirds, woodpeckers, warblers, robins, um, and all of them All of them endangered in the UK, which is really sad. You hear the hoot? That's my favourite part. Blackbirds are endangered in the UK. That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, a lot of and birds are getting endangered. It's sad. Tasmania. Uh, maybe we shoot them all over. Are they a pest in Tasmania? Yes. Okay. Okay. So if you want to help uh, this song, Let Nature Sing, um, reach the top 10 in the UK charts, uh, before the month is over, you can buy or stream the song from the Society's website. Uh, so that, again, was the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds. I personally will be downloading that. I reckon that's really nice. Uh, Let Nature Sing. Really great song. You know, my great uncle used to be Australia's uh, bird call champion. 
Oh, really? He uh, he was the champion for seven years running, and then they banned him from competing because nobody could beat him. <laughs> they made him a judge. They're like, no, you can't compete anymore. That is so funny. You're too good. He, could, he could just go out into the bush, and he would sit down on a log somewhere, and he'd start doing bird calls, and sooner or later, there'd be birds hopping all over him. I wonder what Literally, his secret was. Literally, had a mopoke come and land on his hat one time. A really? mopoke owl. That yeah, is yeah. amazing. Just in the middle of the night, you know, sitting around the campfire and called up this mopoke and came and landed on his hat. That is really cool. <laughs> that is really cool. By the way, if you actually want to go watch the, um, there's a music video that comes with that. It's really, really cute. So what they've done is, you know how you do um, shadow puppets? The whole thing is by professional shadow puppets, all doing like birds with their hands. And it's just mind blowing how, how, how real they can make these shadows look. Oh, it's so cool. Like, I'm like, I'm sure that's going to be like CGI or something, but it's not. It's just people. Profe- Who would have thought there was professional shadow puppets? The things out you can there? do if you practice enough. That's right. Let me tell you another really great story. Lyle, you've had two sons that you've raised. Did you find that they were constantly growing out of their shoes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is an incredible story. A guy called Kenton Lee. Uh, he did a trip to Kenya, which is, you know, where I've just come back from. And, uh, and he noticed something that I also noticed that our team noticed. And that is that a lot of kids in Kenya either don't have shoes or their shoes don't fit. In fact, um, I think I, I sent back, um, a slideshow that you played for, for me at church one time and, and actually showed a kid, um, you know, he was this really boisterous kid. He loved to like pose for the cameras and he was acting like the man and that kind of thing. But then he looked down at his shoes and he's, toes had popped out like created holes and popped out and extended past the the top of the sole and um and his shoes didn't fit at all <clears throat> and it, it just it was just really heartbreaking seeing these kids you know and because it is quite dangerous because they can get uh, all different kinds of contaminations from soil and and uh, and injuries and in a place like kenya those issues are quite real you know with their lack of uh, plumbing and, and septic um you know sewage sewage waste management there's a guy, Kenton Lee. This is this is just so cool. He's decided. Do you know what um, shoes? They obviously need them, but the problem is, once you give a kid a pair of shoes, it could be like a matter of weeks before they don't fit anymore because they have growth spurts, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. how how do you reckon he solved it? I have uh, extendable shoes. He, he created a shoe that grows. <laughs> a shoe that grows. This is so cool. I can't even believe this. I'm going to try my best to describe what this looks like to you, okay? I actually show it to Lyle. So you have a sole of a shoe and then the top of the shoe, uh, like where the toes okay, yeah, yeah, are yeah, and yeah, where yeah, the yeah, heel yeah, yeah, yeah. is. It folds up. It folds up and just imagine like a watch strap, right? Uh-huh. And it folds up and then it has holes in it and you can pull it tighter and fasten it if your feet are smaller and you can let it out and and make them longer if your feet are growing. And then the same technologies on the sides with these straps that can you can adjust by um, buckling them up um, tighter if mm-hmm, your shoe mm-hmm. if your feet are narrower and letting them out when they get when they get bigger. And so the whole thing is quite mobile because you know, the sole also has to extend, not just the, the, the straps and the sides and so forth. Um, so it's quite – the sides are quite, um, I want to say, flexible, mm-hmm. you know, almost like a little boat. That it's a sandal kind of thing. Yeah, it's a sandal kind of shoe. But it, it's one strap around the heel, one strap up the heel, two straps along the sides, and one across, one up from the toes, and all of them adjustable, which everything, is really cool. everything adjustable. Yeah, yeah, and and the sole actually folds up. That's so right. if you've got small feet, your the sole of the shoe will be up your heel and up your toes. That's right. 
but then as your foot grows, then that sole will lay down on the ground. That, yeah, excellent. Great way. Um, yeah, so this is really cool. So he's invented these, um, the shoe that grows, and uh, they've already taken over their first shipment, hand-delivered them to kids in Africa, um, kids in Kenya, and uh, has, you know, put shoes on all these kids' feet. They're now set for five years, Lyle. Wow. Five years. What size are these shoes? Well, they cover five different sizes. So don't, you can't ask what size they are. They're five yeah, different from, sizes. From what to what? What the? What is the range of a... I actually couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. No. But, um, but it's five sizes in one shoe. Yeah, five sizes in one shoe, That's basically. Cool. That's and cool. do you know what? Probably even more. If maybe your foot's a little bit too small to even fit the smaller size, you can still grow into them. Mm-hmm. So if you, maybe yeah, you get yeah, like six or seven kid, sizes out of this. When I was a kid, I'd, you know, we'd, exactly. we'd go shoe shopping. It's like, yeah, we're gonna, you can grow into these. Yeah, yeah. You get them one size up and then grow into them. Yeah, oh. that, was, that was the old traditional way of saving money with your shoes but yeah this is great Um, check this out online look up a shoe that grows and uh, be inspired by how people are helping and I spent all my gold when I feel alive how will I ever be whole and I bartered my dreams for glitter and smoke I was rich as a king but my heart was broke
That was JJ Heller with The Well here on Faith FM. Mon, give us another clue for the quiz. Yes, our double prize quiz this morning. Oh, I just accidentally licked the microphone. That's disgusting. Something came off of it as well. Gross. Sorry. <laughs> Why is it crossed I, I, I on did. my microphone? <laughs> well, <at> least, <laughs> how long is it, has it been there? And why been, are you saying this on radio? It just came off in my mouth. I just got, I got a bit excited and got too close to the microphone. I wonder uh, if that came through as a sound. Radio is so entertaining with you in the morning, Mon. <laughs> why do we have so much energy on a Friday? I mean, this is a Friday. Oh, it's still on there. There's crust on this microphone. Have you been? Have you been having your? That looks like a the, that looks like a flake of pie crust pastry. Okay, so there's this thing, there's this thing called Radio Mon, and the way oh, are we it, live? And the way it works is I'm kidding. <laughs> that everybody gets to hear what you're saying. I think we did get the cleaners in here. My microphone is getting more and more delicious. <laughs> okay, there's only okay. one person that uses this microphone. You do know that, don't you, Mon? I'm sure somebody comes in after the show and uses it, not just us. Surely, can't just be me. Anyway, maybe our microphones got switched around when they got back from camp. <laughs> Keep going, Mon. Keep okay, going. okay. <laughs> I'm so getting a call after this one. <laughs> okay, okay. What book am I? Clue number two. This book was written after its author had investigated everything from the beginning. Oh, that's very a clue. investigative yes. book. One eight hundred three two four eight four three is the number if you want to call and uh, win your prize for today. And if you want to call and tell Mon that she's sharing too much information on the <laughs> breakfast show. Look, it's not every morning that a radio host accidentally eats their own microphone, all right? But 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number if you want to uh, win those double prizes, the Ministry of Healing and El Ministerio de Corazón. Okay, so coming up on Monday is the fasting month of Ramadan, which oh. extends through to the 3rd of June. And Mon, I'm I'm considering joining this month, and I'm wondering oh, whether cool. you would join with me. Yeah, let's do Ramadan. Is that how you say it? Yeah, uh, yeah something like that. Uh, so what, okay, what, but this is Ramadan with a slight difference, and this is a Ramadan that is being... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. Hang on, hang on. All right, all right. So I've got to clarify Am I getting this mixed up with Lent, which is the one where you just give up something naughty for 40 days? Uh, Lent. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't want to do Ramadan. Explain Ramadan. Ramadan to me. Okay, so Ramadan is the uh, Islamic fast. Um, I guess the the Muslim version of Lent in some ways. But uh, during Ramadan, uh, what takes place is that the entire family gets up before sunrise and shares a meal together, and then they don't um, eat. They they fast throughout the day, and then the whole family gets together in the evening after sunset and has an evening meal. Oh, and no, so you're on your own. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, hear me out, hear me out, hear me I'll out. I'll hear you out, and then you get to hear me out. <clears throat> okay, so in the United States, there's a movement that is um, gaining ground for this year's Ramadan, which is fasting from China. Oh, okay. Now, I want yes. you, I want you, I want you to think about this for a moment. I want you to think about this for a moment. So it's fasting from China, and uh-huh. the idea behind it works a little bit like this: um, up to two million Muslims have been um, thrown into concentration camps in China, and it's illegal to do the fasting month of Ramadan in China. That's not good. Um, so yeah, there's just horrendous um, human rights abuses taking place in this country, and particularly, you know, abuses against religious liberty. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, hey, we have the wherewithal not to eat during the day. Um, why can't we for a month just fast from buying Chinese products? I a million percent agree with this. Because, you know, we, you, you, you think about 
the 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 things that we have done in the past, and I know I've talked about this, and it's becoming a bit of a theme of mine and a bit of a rant of mine. But you've got this whole situation where, in the past, you know, we stood up against human rights abuses in South Africa with the apartheid regime. Why are we not standing up against Ramadan? Yeah, exactly. Not Ramadan, China. China. Yeah, China. And this is a way that you know maybe. Maybe we can do it. You know, yeah. this is something that I totally support. I don't care what religion it is. I don't care whether I like the religion or don't like religion. That's irrelevant to me. I care that there is religious liberty and religious freedom, and that's what I fight for. I fight for the freedom of any religion to exist because a person should be able to worship according to the dictates of their own conscience. Amen. And when you are throwing, you know, two million Muslims into concentration camps and taking their kids off them in China, you know, if the Chinese do that today, which is a, you know, to a religion that I'm not a part of, tomorrow they'll do it to a religion that I am a part of. That's right. That's right. And so if we don't stand for everyone's religious liberty, then our religious liberty is, uh, is in danger of being taken away. I definitely think we're going to get behind this because consumers really do have the power. They just need to realize they have the power and exercise. They need to flex their power and make decisions uh, with their money and what they buy. And they need to loud and clear send a message that we don't want to buy anything that's made in China until China gets its human rights together, gets its human rights act together. Like It's just atrocious. And you and I were talking about this yesterday off air, love, because I was watching those yarn documentaries and I was pointing out that a lot of um, – Mills, like places where they, uh, uh, you know, go from, from sheep to a ball of yarn, uh, in Australia, a lot of those mills in Australia have shut down because they, they, these mills can no longer compete with yarn that's being mass produced, um, cheaply in China and being sent back to Australia. And it's such a shame because we're losing all of our industry here. You know, this is, this is the age old problem that Australia's had for many years now where we're losing all our own industry because everything's been made in China. But now it's coupled with a bigger issue, one of human rights. And now that's more right. than ever, if we it's need just to economic, no then it's okay. That's 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 uh, you yeah. know, it's a that's a free market economy, economy taking place in the world. That's the process of capitalism, and China is just out competing us. Uh, but when it comes to human rights, that's something that I'm going to take an interest in. Yeah, we now have a moral obligation to do something. Absolutely. And uh, while we're talking about freedom, um, the Australian Media Union. Um, has come out today to state that uh, media in Australia has been dramatically losing freedoms over the last 10 years. Um, and this is a result of anti-defamation laws, national security laws and suppression orders. Um, so 1,532 people were interviewed, were surveyed, I should say, um, around a little over a quarter, quarter of those were journalists and other media uh, people. And 85% um, stated that over the last 10 years, freedom of the press was worse. Uh, 63% re- rated our freedom of the press here in Australia as very poor. Um, 80% said that the defamation laws were our biggest problem. 10% had been uh, sued for defamation and 28% of them had had a news story pulled by their parent company for fear of defamation. So there's some fairly heavy uh, stats coming out of our country right here, right now, something that we often don't think about because we just assume we have freedom of the press. But when you see figures like this, you suddenly realize that our freedom is being drastically curtailed um, and we should wake up and notice. The chief executive um, of the uh, uh, media union um, is called for urgent reform, um, 
uh, to our laws that is needed to make our laws fit the 21st century. Um, and I do think he be- has stated that Australian laws restricting the media are the most onerous in the Western world. That's a pretty strong statement. Yeah, at the same time, I do think we need to look at the flip side of that and realise that it could be that our media has been publishing, you know, lies and nonsense and just, just, you know, trying to create a story out of nothing. And people have said, you know what, I'm done with that, I'm suing you. A bit like what happened with Rebel Wilson when, you know, New Idea magazine, whatever it was, whatever trash magazine it was, you know, published all these false false stories about her just to get readership. And she said, you know what, I'm done with you gossiping about me, I'm suing you. And she won. So those kind, that stat would be in there as well, right? That's so that would be to, in there. That we would need be to be mindful that. that maybe it's just that our public. Who Do you think there's a rise in fake news? Therefore, there's a rise in absolutely. Um, I, in I think defamation. I think that there is a rise in restriction of the press. I think it's both. Like, I, th- I think we can't look at those stats and say, okay, we're, the truth is being suppressed. I, I tend to think that sometimes the lies are being suppressed, and they should be. Okay, so then we've got to figure out a balance between because the two. The how, media, do you, how do you get rid of how do you get rid of fake news? You know, because nobody wants fake news. How do you get rid of fake news without suppressing the media? I, I don't know, but I, because, I, but you know, I think what it's, what, I think what, it's what naive to look at these stats and think that the media and that journalists are all squeaky clean and they're completely honest and they're not. They're not heightening stories to create, to get readership. I think I think that's a naive approach to take to that. Really, what we've got happening is, uh, and one of the big things with the anti defamation laws and so forth that is restricting uh, the media here in Australia is this issue of equality over freedom. Yeah. And so, in the effort to have equality, um, speaking about anything that um, might even hint of inequality has uh, has become illegal, and so we have lost freedom. I think the only way that you can tell for sure is if you actually looked at each of those individual cases that make, that make up these stats. I mean, all those stories that got pulled by parent companies, you know, were they stories that were just speaking the truth too loudly or were they stories that the boss was like, do you know what, this is a little too far-reaching with its cockamamie story and it's not true, we're going to get sued. Well, that's an interesting that. thought, Mon. Maybe you should, uh, maybe we should consider that in light of <laughs> our position here at yes. Faith FM. <laughs> anyway, uh, on the same theme of, uh, of freedom, um, Facebook has just uh, banned the accounts of Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, Paul Nelhelm, uh, Paul Joseph Watson, Laura Luma, and a slew of other, uh, Louis Farrakhan, etc., um, etc. Et Why? A whole slew of people right here um, because of various statements that they have made that they have considered to be too extremist. You know, there's a conspiracy theorist and so forth. I've never actually listened to any of the material that these people present, mm-hmm. so I can't really comment on it. Except that, once again, I think when you start banning people's voices, uh, it is heading, you know, we're heading in a negative direction. People yeah. need to be able to have the freedom to speak so long as they are not inciting violence. Mm-hmm. The problem is that people have very different definitions of what is actually inciting violence. Anyway, moving on, we have Johnny Cash with I Shall Not Be Moved. You are listening to Faith FM. Glory, hallelujah, I shall not be moved Anchored in Jehovah, I shall not be moved Just like a tree that's planted by the waters I shall not be moved In His love abiding, I shall not be moved 
And in him confiding I shall not be moved Just like the tree That's planted by the water I shall not be moved I shall not be I shall not be moved I shall not be I shall not be moved Just like the tree That's planted by the waters I shall not be moved Though all hell assail me I shall not be moved Jesus will not fail me I shall not be moved Just like the tree That's planted by the water I shall not be moved Though the tempest rages I shall not be moved On the rock of ages I shall not be moved Just like the tree That's planted by the water I shall not be moved I shall not be I shall not be moved I shall not be I shall not be moved Just like the tree That's planted by the water I shall not be moved I shall not be, I shall not be moved I shall not be, I shall not be moved Just like the tree that's planted by the water I shall not be moved Welcome back to Faith FM You are listening to a very special interview this morning we are recording, broadcasting. I'm not really sure what we're doing, but we are at Big Camp. As you can probably hear from all the background noise, it is Super Sunday Fun Day. It is such a special day. I had a little look out there and there's just like stalls and booths and a double-decker red bus and a bunch of vintage cars and all kinds of cool stuff happening all around the Big Camp area. If you missed out, don't stress. It happens every year. Stewart's Point, massive convention. is so much fun. We are recording in a little tent. Uh, just across from Super Sunday today, and I have nabbed Shana Cosmaya. Welcome to the show, Shana. Thank you. <clears throat> actually, Shana, do you know you actually used to work for Faith FM, right? Yeah, I did. So this is like old hat for you. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I feel like I'm in two jobs at once at the moment. It's <laughs> nice to be back, though. <laughs> yeah. So you used to do the breakfast show with Lyle and Adele back in the day before. Yeah. Long before I was on the scene. But uh, yeah, it was really cool. Um, there's still posters of, of that, that breakfast team. <laughs> still around still the haunting studio. the halls of the studio. <laughs> uh, Sorry but it's great it. because you guys look better on photo than I do. So I'm like, it's a fine, it's fine, it can stay, it can stay. Don't, don't need to stick my picture up there. It's fine. <laughs> Your time will come. <laughs> I really hope not. Yeah, our boss keeps saying, we need to do that photo shoot and change those posters. I'm like, nah, just in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a scary thing. The, the beauty of being a radio is that you don't have to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's you know, why I was like, you. why? Why? It's a, it's an audio only sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, you actually have moved on uh, to a different ministry, which we want to talk to you uh, today about. It's very exciting. Uh, so you are actually now, I guess in some ways, an ambassador for Avondale College. So for those who are listening who 
have no idea what Avondale College is, could you please explain yeah. about the wonderful institution that is Avondale? Oh, I'd love to. So, um, Avondale College of Higher Education is what we call, it's like a university, but it's privately run and it is owned by the Seventh-day Adventist Church. So, in a way, it's kind of like a Seventh-day Adventist uni situated here in Australia, in New South Wales, in between Newcastle and the Central Coast on the beautiful Lake Macquarie. And we offer a whole range of bachelor degrees, of vet courses, so your certificates and diplomas, postgrad degrees as well for people wanting to come back and upskill or study some more. And yeah, I mean, I studied there for myself. I did a Bachelor of Arts, majored in communication and marketing, and absolutely loved it. And in a roundabout way, I'm back here, and my job is to talk about Avondale to the students and yeah, just show them what their opportunities are if they wanted to study here. So Avondale, am I correct in uh, assuming that Avondale is the only um, Seventh-day Adventist Christian tertiary uh, education um, institution in Australia? Yes. Yeah, okay, well, that would be okay. correct. So, so it's, like a, it's almost like a magnet like for just Aussies around yeah. the entire country, Adventist Aussies. Just, or everyone comes there. It's just... Yeah. It's a great meeting place, I must oh, yeah, yeah, it is a little bit because it's such a hub kind of thing and we have people from Western Australia and Northern and Southern Australia all come to get what we like to call the Avondale XP. Get your degree and your qualifications but in a really cool, nurturing environment with so many awesome experiences. And even from New Zealand, we have people come over and from overseas as well just wanting to get their degree or study with us. So it's really awesome way to meet people, I'll tell you what. Now, for a second there, you said that uh, you talked to students about how cool Avondale is. Is that like that kind of thing that car people are doing these days where they try and, like even after they've sold a car to a car person, or to a person buying yeah. a car, that they still try and convince them how cool the car is after they've already bought it? Is that like what you're doing? Oh, right. So I guess by students, I mean your high school students. Oh, so, yeah, gotcha. So we have our high school students uh-huh. so, or our potential students who would love to show what a cool place Avondale is. And then you've got your current Avondale students. So, yeah, I actually go to the high schools. Um, one of my other colleagues does that as well. And we get to take turns, yeah, going to careers expos where people walk around like kind of like we have here at Super Sunday mm-hmm. at Big mm-hmm. Camp and just see what their options are and also give presentations to schools and just keep it as a really cool thing that they might be able to do. And, yeah, we also have, you know, different things we do with our current students as well. But I guess being in the marketing team, it's more trying to really promote to people who haven't yet come. And that's a really challenging but a really exciting job to have. So do you travel around the whole country um, promoting Avondale? Yeah, in some places. So as I said, I do sort of take turns. We split the country up in a way between myself and another colleague because I just can't be everywhere at once, (laughs) (laughs) almost. But yeah, we go to do school presentations in Western Australia, down in Melbourne, Queensland, um, South Australia. and But I guess our main focus for our careers expos is in New South Wales in our region, but we totally go all over the place. I'll even be going to New Zealand later in the year to talk to our schools there. And yeah, so you get to do a bit of traveling, but a lot of fun. So when you promote, like when you say you do these school talks, right? Yep. Like what, what are the key points that you're sharing with these high school students about Avondale? Yeah, for sure. So especially because some of our listeners are probably high school students themselves and who are thinking in that direction. Yeah, so like, so what, what, what do you say it? to them? Yeah. Oh, well, I can do my spiel. It goes for 35 minutes if you like. Hang on, hold the phone. <laughs> Give us a condensed so version. The, Give us the highlights. The one and a half minute <laughs> version of that is basically even just explaining what Avondale is. Some of our students 
or potential students don't actually have a clue. So we explain, look, we offer a whole range of degrees and uh, study options for you. Explain where it is, you know, it's in New South Wales, but then also say, look, it's not just about getting your degree or getting your qualifications because you can do that anywhere. It's about getting ahead in life and studying, yes, but it's about so much more and getting involved in the extracurricular activities, in mission trips, in service, in sport, in music, in worship in just being part of a community that is so uplifting and so inspiring to be a part of. So we talk about that. We talk about all the extra things you can do. We talk about, um, you know, the nitty-gritty things of, okay, what is my ATAR to get in? Like, what do I need to do? Or for those listening, um, you know, in Queensland, what's my OP? Like, what qualifications do I need to get in? Is this like your leaving matric? My what? Your leaving matric. Man, I'm really showing my age. Like, your leaving matric or your TE or your TER? Like oh, the, well, the score yeah, you get HSC, when you finish yeah. high school uh, that determines that you get to go to university. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you How old f- am I? Leaving yeah. my trick. My <laughs> yeah, word. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what most people probably in Australia call their ATAR, I guess, or your OP, which is... Literally um, never heard of those, but I feel like it changes yeah. all the time. It's for like end, different of, place. end of school yeah. kind of leaving yeah. grade. How dumb you are score. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. the one. <laughs> or how smart, or how hard you tried, whatever it is. Yeah. So we talk about the nitty gritty, but then also, yeah, just so many other ways to get involved and meet heaps of people as well. So it's, I love it because it's such an awesome place to get your degree, yes, and get a job. And we talk mm. about the stats that even though we're a small institution, we might not be as big as some of the big public universities. But I'll tell you what, my little plug here is our stats are showing from independent researchers that our students are happy with their experience at Avondale, more so than the average of their experience at other universities. And they also get jobs at Avondale as well. Like our employment rate is higher on average than the average national average for other institutions. So we have a lot to back up that experience as well, yeah. which is so yeah. exciting. Look, I am... Um I actually heard, I mean, like, you know, often universities, they'll have, like, their own little, not so much a niche, but they'll have something, some sort of particular course they offer that they kind of excel in. And I have yeah. heard that at Avondale, the teaching degree there is just second to none, mm. to the point where often the students who graduate from teaching, like, this is what I've heard, mm-hmm. they graduate from their teaching degrees and they get, like, headhunted by uh, institutes of education wanting to snap them up as quickly as possible, including, like, I remember one chick, she got an offer from an overseas university that they're, like, they're coming for her. They're like, Avondale's got some graduates, let's go get yeah. them. Um, which is cool, you know, and she, she went off to England. England and was teaching there and um and I have heard it's because uh because they often the, the students when they start the teaching degree they're in a classroom within six months whereas mm-hmm. I had a friend who did it at a university in Melbourne and she didn't do practice teaching until the, almost the end of um uh, three and a half years yeah which is a right. long time to be learning theory and not be learning practical. and not get a feel for it yeah yeah and especially because they say like it's make or break in your practice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well, that's when you really find out whether you you're get into in it. In the classroom, think, oh, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah, three and a half years down the drain. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so I have heard many good things um, with with uh, places of uh, making offers of employment, like mm. headhunting the, the graduates of Avondale. Yeah, for sure. And teaching, as you said, is one of our kind of our trademark, our really awesome ones that people do get really well recognised for. What else have you got there? Um, but we also do have, you know, we're a Christian institution, so we also have our Bachelor of Ministry and Theology for those looking to be a pastor or do work there we also have our bachelor of arts which is what i studied and it's such a good one because it's so kind of 
broad and you can really pick and choose and tailor that degree to but what... I have never understood what a Bachelor of Arts yeah, is. I you think, think people hung up on it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So I'll tell you what, I could not draw or paint to save my life. Like, stick figures is where it ends for me. So it doesn't necessarily mean, like, the fine arts where you're okay. drawing and painting. Okay. It's kind of, like, I did communication and marketing or you can do international studies or you can do music or psychology and counselling so or history and geography. So there's a whole range of things there. Or you can do your visual arts as well. Okay, okay. So it's a really cool thing where you can pick and choose those areas as your majors and really tailor that. So yeah, a good thing to really mention is that it's not just your drawing and painting arts as you would normally think of it. It's really a whole range of things. It is what you make it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. And we also have our Bachelor of Business, really another good one, and our Bachelor of Nursing, which That's is another heard, really yeah. popular one, I guess, mm-hmm, if you can put mm-hmm. it that way. Now, all of our graduates have an excellent degree and educational experience, but I guess we're kind of, in a way, quite well known for our teaching and nursing. But, I mean, we have some awesome stories coming out of where our students are now working from all of our degrees. We've got, you know, our Bachelor of Arts, one guy's working at the Sydney Morning Herald. We've got um, Tom Saunders, if I can name drop him. He is the manager, the general general manager I think for sanitarium so we've got people who are going and doing so many different things whether it's overseas whether they get headhunters to go overseas and have an experience there or they just stay locally and use their ministry there we've just got yeah just really cool stories and experiences that each student has had from each different do you know what I'm, I'm really quite excited hearing about uh, was when one of the faculty there at Avondale uh, was interested in like nutrition and health and sports yes. science and and put together a course, which I would one day love to do. Um, I think it's like a master's or something like that. Is it um, Dr. Darren Morton? Yes. Oh, so, so cool. Uh, I'm, I know, I'm actually like, you know, when I learn more about it, I'm like, man, I should do something like that. So, so it's actually your, you can get your graduate certificate or graduate diploma. Mm-hmm. So not quite a master's, but in lifestyle medicine. And I tell you what, we often, you know, think of, okay, high school students, what are they going to study when they finish? But there's people out there who've got their degree and got some qualifications behind them, but want to upskill and want to do more. And yeah, lifestyle medicine is a newer one that's really taking off. It's making headlines, really. Like, Darren Morton is really pushing behind that, and he's written books called Live More Happy. Mm -hmm. I'll give that a plug. Fantastic. He um, has also been featured on Sunrise, I think, and have done interviews for Health Happiness Week or something. So, really making leaps and bounds there. And I think the course in lifestyle medicine really looks towards the future of like we're not just stuck in what we're doing now but how can we prevent things happening how can we really change our lifestyle to to be happy and healthier overall and yeah definitely would plug that one we also have a whole range of other postgraduate courses as well if we i can mention a couple of those for those who are listening who high school was a while away maybe and they've Uh done a bit of life had Uh some experience we have leadership and management courses. We do have a bachelor, I mean, sorry, a master's of arts, master's of nursing, master's of philosophy, and also doctorates of philosophy as well. So you okay. can go right from wow. your certificate three in outdoor rec to your bachelor degree to your master's your grad certificate all the way to your PhD at Avondale, which is such an exciting thing. And uh, what about your marriage course? <laughs> Unofficially. We can't talk about Avondale without mentioning that. So that one's actually, I guess, kind of free. There's not really any prerequisite. You just have to be a good it's person. It's built in, right? Yeah, it's sort of, that's an extracurricular course. But I, yeah, I just know so many people who go to Avondale yeah. come out with a boyfriend or yeah. come out and get married and come out. Or, well, you know. as you said, like it's such an awesome hub to meet people who are in a similar life stage as you, to meet people who are on the same wavelength as you. And yeah, I mean, yeah. all jokes aside, it is an awesome way. I mean, you're in the center of kind of 
Adventist or Christian yeah. young people, like, yeah, yeah totally don't so disregard great. that. <laughs> yeah, it's so great to meet other young people that yeah. believe the same thing because yeah. I, I truly believe that, you know, when it comes down to it, you, you are what you believe. Yeah, And so if sure. you have that as your common ground, as your common denominator, your lowest common denominator, like, things can blossom from there. It's so true. <laughs> and, I mean, when you're living, eating, studying, doing everything in the same place and you've got, you know, guys or girls across things from you doing happen. the same thing, you know, so what about people who don't need to do the marriage course because they've already gotten married and had babies? Is <laughs> yeah. there a place for them at Avondale as yeah, well? Yeah, for sure. So we do have actually specific designated residences. So oh. often like, you know, the single young people will go into dorms, which is such a great way. I just want to plug that to get to know people. But we also have cottages now colloquially known as Nappy Valley. I probably shouldn't say that, but it's <laughs> our college view residences. Yes. So there's a whole lot of units there, like two bedroom units or whatever, right basically 10 minute walk to the campus like it's right there and yeah it's a really good space for your married couples or I your I think we young should families. rename it because you know what I found about Nappy Valley I College often, I'll get in trouble probably if I say Nappy Valley on air that's what it's I'm going to I'm, I'm about called? to coin a okay, new phrase let's okay do it. hear it here and now <laughs> I have found like cuz uh, you know, having visited Avondale, I often find that people who who might have lived a life outside of Jesus mm. and then they come to God and they have a conversion experience and then they're called to ministry. But by this time, they're already a bit older. They might like already For have sure. a wife, kids, a mm-hmm. husband, kids, whatever it is. And they have a family. So they come to they come to Avondale as a mature student and they check in at Nappy Valley <laughs> and, uh, and then do ministry. And they become amazing ministers. Yeah. But it's in Nappy Valley that you will find some of the most amazing testimonies. I think oh, we should call yeah. it Testimony Valley. I love it. The stories that come out of that place yeah. are just incredible. People, the lives that they've lived, yeah. the way that God has changed them, the way that God has called them, and what they're doing now. Testimony Valley. I love it. Yeah, yeah there totally. You go. We should call the whole thing Testimony Valley because <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Because I mean, I did sort of the classic thing. I finished high school, finished year twelve, went straight to college. Did that, you know, straight up, and that's one way of doing it. But then, yes, yeah, some people come through later and mm. like you're not too old to come and have that experience and and get your degree or upskill or whatever it's just something for everyone it's a great mix of people at yeah Avenel. for sure all and ages nice, yeah. all walks of life all testimonies yeah, yeah. um tell us just oh, so hang on before i move on yes so you can live in the dorms you can live in testimony valley but you can also <laughs> just live it'd be a day student right you don't have to yeah. move into the campus okay cool yep, so there's totally. options there's options yep so we have w- online courses as oh, well really? so we do have some distant courses so um, look, I would strongly encourage come and get the full experience. Come and feel what it's like to live there and breathe the whole Avondale experience. Yeah. But if you can't, if it's not something that will work out for you, there's definitely online options. So you're not restricted. You can still get your degree. You can still get your qualifications oh, through Avondale. Yeah, if you're just not in a space where you can shift and move or, or live in dorms or, or maybe college you view, do, testimony Maybe you Valley. do breakfast radio and you, you want to do some like further education. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll sign you up. Mine, I'll get a form. Oh, Here's no, a I pen and a paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. well, speaking of people who would like some more information and who yep. would like to sign up, where can they go? What can they do to get some more info? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're at school, I'll hopefully be coming to visit you at school. But I guess for a whole range of people listening – Definitely go to the website. It's a good place to start. www.avondale.edu.au. Really good place to start. We also have kind of all of our information on there. We have our... All the different um, courses you offer. Yeah, the different courses that you offer. Our admissions number, which I haven't memorized off by heart. But we do... Maybe we can add that on social media. Yeah, we'll stick everything on Because that's a really good way to... Yeah, get and 
get in contact with them and know specifically what works for you because I just want to put out there as well, I mean, there are traditional channels of getting into your degree, but if you're in high school and something went horribly wrong for you, it wasn't quite your year, or you've done this course and thinking, can it transfer into that course? There's always so many ways to still get the degree of your dreams. Or, or even if course. you're old and still say leaving matric. Yeah. Yeah, different ways. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, leaving awesome. matric. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, totally. great. So that website again is? Yep, avondale.edu.au, and you'll find numbers to call us there. If you do, if you are around Big Camp or you're at the next Big Camp or something, come and say hi. But, yeah, totally. Avondale, A-V-O-N-D-A-L-E. Yes. Check it out online today. Thank you so much for coming in, Shana. Thank really you. appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your big camp. And we'll be back right after this break. All oh, hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. And seat of Israel's race He ransomed from the fall Hail Him who saves you By His grace And crown Him Lord of all Hail Him who saves you By His grace And crown Him Lord of all you are Lord of all. You are Lord of all. Let every kindred, every tribe on this terrestrial ball. To him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of all. To him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of to Faith FM, positively different radio. Hey, are you part of camping caravanning scene? Join Australia's largest annual national gathering of travellers and caravanners at the Stewart's Point Convention Centre this year, Stewart's Point, New South Wales. 
It's an amazing campground among the trees. Inspirational Christian speakers. With incredible music. And beautiful beaches. And a relaxing environment. Be part of the community and make friends for life. May 10 through 18. Stewart's Point Caravan and Convention Centre. Contact Debbie on 02-4994-3220 or simply email raynomads at adventist.org.au. Oh, uh-huh. 